Hi guys and welcome back to the Atlas Weekly Recap, covering the financial news and events of last week and the week ahead as of Monday, December 11th, 2023. In this week's episode, I'll be covering the Reserve Bank's final interest rate decision of 2023. We'll take a look at how the Australian economy is tracking this year as measured by GDP or gross domestic product. Lastly, we'll cover a US employment report released on Friday known as the Non-Farm Payrolls Report for a tab on the US employment situation to November. So let's get into it. Starting with last week's RBA rate decision on Tuesday, where the central bank left the official cash rate target on hold at 4.35%. This was very much in line with expectations, especially after the retail sales numbers and the monthly CPI report that we had the week earlier. There wasn't anything particularly untoward in the post-meeting statement. The bank is still maintaining a modest tightening bias on interest rates at the moment with its communication and will continue to be driven by the incoming economic data in the months ahead. Notably, there is still a chance of another rate hike in February if the CPI report or the Consumer Price Index report for the fourth quarter of 2023 comes in uncomfortably high. So we'll get that on 31 January 2024. To Wednesday now, supporting the decision to leave interest rates on hold were the weaker than expected GDP figures in Australia for the quarter to September. So a quick refresher on what GDP is or gross domestic product, it's just effectively the monetary value. So the total monetary value of the goods and services produced by Australia in in the quarter. So for example, GDP in the third quarter of 2023, so in the three months to September was 607.5 billion. And then from this, we can work out what the GDP growth rate is, which is the percentage change from the GDP figure in the prior quarter. So GDP, the GDP growth rate was only 0.2% in the quarter to September and was a bit softer than the market had expected. So the market was was expecting GDP for the quarter to come in at 0.4%, so a little bit weaker. And this also brings the annual GDP growth rate. So the 12 months to September 30, the GDP growth rate here in Australia is 2.1%. So certainly below the the long-term growth trend here in Australia. And it actually, funny enough, supported the local equity market as investors bet that interest rates won't have to move much higher. So classic example here of where bad economic news was good news for investors. To Friday now, where in the US, an employment report known as the non-farm payrolls report was released. So this shows the number of Americans that found work in the month of November. So it showed that employment increased by 199,000 in the month of November, so nearly 200,000 new jobs added in the month. And this was a solid number and stronger than what was expected. And it actually ticked the unemployment rate a little bit lower. So it ticked it lower from, it was previously 3.9% and it's come down to 3.7%. So with the Fed wanting to see the labor market ease, it wasn't necessarily positive for the interest rate outlook in, in the United States. However, what I guess limited the the downside or the the negative sentiment for equity markets was as part of this report, you also get this uh, you also get this figure known as the average hourly earnings. So it's basically a measure of wages in the United States. So this held steady at four percent. 
for the last 12 months. So that was pretty well in line with estimates. And we actually saw US equities edge a little bit higher on Friday's trade. Let's take a look at how global equities performed last week. Starting with Australia's ASX 200 index, it was up 1.7% last week. The United States S&P 500, it was up 0.2%. The NASDAQ Composite, it was up 0.7%. Euros, uh, Europe's Eurostox 50 index was up 2.4%. The UK's FTSE 100 was up 0.3%. The Hang Seng in Hong Kong was down 3%. The Australian dollar against the US dollar has come off a little bit in the last week. It's down 1.3% It's sitting around US 66 cents. Looking to the week ahead, on Tuesday, we'll see the latest inflation report out of the US for the month of November, which is the Consumer Price Index Report or CPI report. And it's expected to show a further gradual easing in US inflation. So headline CPI for the month is expected to be flat. And this has been helped by, this is likely being helped by lower fuel prices at the moment. And that would see the annual rate of inflation fall from 3.2% to 3.1%. So getting closer and closer to that Fed target of 2%. On Wednesday, the US Federal Reserve will hand down its last interest rate decision for 2023. Interest rates in the US are likely to remain firmly on hold this month though investors will be paying close attention to the communication that follows the rate decision, particularly in that post-meeting press conference we see with Jerome Powell. And they're going to be looking to see whether the Fed is maintaining a bit of an interest rate tightening bias or if they're going to move towards a more neutral or potentially an easing in interest rate policy bias as well. Locally on Thursday, we'll see Australia's labor force report for the month of November. So as part of this report, we'll get some figures on the latest unemployment rate here in Australia. It is expected to edge up a little bit higher. So it's currently at 3.7. It's, it's estimated to lift to 3.8%. What the RBA is going to be looking for is signs of a slowdown in labor market gains. So they want to see less jobs being added. And if this were to prove true, it could have the RBA comfortably on hold into early next year. Even if we do see a strong inflation report, uh, as I mentioned earlier, which is out on the 31st of January, 2024. That's all for this week, guys. I'll be back next week with a final episode of the Atlas Weekly Recap for 2023. As always, thanks for dialing in.